0: with a Z. Welcome to Joy on Paper, a program for writers and those who dream of writing, and for everyone who wants to know the story behind the book. Coming to you from Tantalk Radio Network Studio in glorious Clearwater, Florida, the perfect place for writers to write and readers to enjoy a good book. Hi, this is Patsy with a Z, and I'm back with my next guest, Jason Avery, whose book, Constructing Success, Blueprints for a Referral-Based Business, is fascinating. So happy to have you in the studio today, Jason.
1: Thanks for having me, Patsy. I'm glad to be here.
0: Well, wow. I like the name, Constructing Success, because that's what everybody has to do, particularly for all the writers out there who are listening in. Jason is not just talking about building buildings. hes I want to say one wonderful thing about Jason. I checked him out because I, you know, I often get uh, people who want to promote their books and people who want to come in. And I always look, particularly in in a subject like um, business, I want to know if they actually know what they're talking about. And Jason Avery has such a wonderful reputation here in the Clearwater, Largo, St. Petersburg area. And um, he's rated five stars by everyone I talk to. And uh, so it's a great basis to start this book. (laughs)
1: Thank you very much. Uh, You know, I get a lot of uh, people who draw the misconception that because it's called constructing success, they think it is a book of construction. And uh, and really, the subtitle says it all. It's blueprints for a referral based business. And and that could be a business about construction. That could be the business of a financial planner. Uh, It it really applies to a lot of different uh, industry. It's you know, when you have a customer that you have an experience with and that experience lasts over a period of time and and at the end of that experience, you need that customer to tell a good story about you and be willing to refer you to their friends and family. And uh, that's the basis of the book. How do we get those referrals?
0: And it's just as important for writers because writers are building, not a building, they're building their platform. And the platform is what you put all of your best things into And one of them, of course, is what Jason is talking about, finding the areas where you can build on and get these referrals. Because in your case, a writer's case, it's referring them to Amazon or Barnes & Noble to buy their book. So tell us a little bit about effective communication, because you're good at it, I see. (laughs)
1: <laughs> sure. Well, you know, effective communication starts with understanding the fact that we all behave a little differently. And uh, some of us make decisions on a fast pace, and others prefer to make decisions a little more analytically. We like to take our time and check the options first. And uh, Do we just dive right in the pool, or are we going to dip our toe in and see what the temperature is, or make sure it's not actually frozen over before we dive in? And uh, so effectively, you know, effectively communicating means that we get some training on... Uh, Disc assessment primarily And it's uh, a way of breaking Styles into four different groups that we can Easily recognize we call them go Getters we call them promoters we call Them nurturers and we call them examiners And uh, these people uh, it tells us a lot you know Are they more task oriented Are they more people oriented And then when I understand that and I can Identify there's there's clues There's clues in the way people dress Maybe because they wore a very bright colored Shirt today or there's clues in the way they shake your hand and uh, have you noticed how some people do that double clasp where they they shake your hand with two hands Uh that's a clue or what about those that have what we call the quadruple pump and and they keep shaking and shaking your hand (laughs) you know that's a clue and 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 then there's you know the vocabulary people use and and you don't even have to speak to somebody I can read an email and tell uh, by their statements were they short-winded and direct or were they very detail oriented in the way that they explain themselves in the initial email to me, and and I, I this is not my creation. This is training that I've received from professional organizations, the Referral Institute primarily, who now I also do trainings for, and I teach programs about disc assessment, but. Understanding that is the first key to communicating effectively. So you can speak to people in a way that they appreciate, in a style that they're most comfortable with. We can relate. We can adapt a little bit. And, and that's how we become more referable.
0: And, of course, you know, for, for writers, uh, the important thing is, is they, they have to make this connection with agents. They have to make a connection with uh, their potential buyers. And it's difficult, Um, it's difficult for many writers to do this because they are uh, basically insular. They they love to be at home uh, by their computer writing and for them to have to step out of that into the real world. It's not easy.
1: Sure. And in my industry, in construction, I I find that many of the technicians that are out there are great with their tools. They've got skills. They know how to be perfectionists at what they do. They care about getting it done effectively and efficiently. But that does not make them good communicators. They're not necessarily the people-oriented person they need to be when it comes down to marketing and selling their business or into communicating in a way where we prepare the customer for what's going to happen next we prepare them for the potential hazards that we may run into so that when that hazard actually occurs it's less impactful
0: So you know where where do you start with a uh, with a client when some when you're you know doing this consulting business I know the the whole part of it, um, where you're consulting and training, how do do you start
1: with somebody? So, uh, well, so from the perspective of, I have two businesses. We have the construction company, and a lot of my content from the book is in the way we deal with the customer. But since the book went number one bestseller, we actually launched the next business, which is the consulting company you're referring to, where we're starting to coach and teach this to other contractors. You know, let's face it, who here hasn't heard a bad story about a contractor at one point or another. It's, um, you know, giving a bad name to our industry and especially here in the Tampa Bay region and in Florida. So I'm going to help these guys change the face of this industry. And the way I would start is by uh, usually I make introductions through speaking engagements. I I do a tour of a lot of the rotary clubs and chambers of commerce and and I get out there and I speak and and meet them. Uh, I give them a copy of my book. It's essentially a, a very overpriced business card, but it opens the door and lets them see into my head and the strategies and the approach I've used to be successful in my construction business. And then... The next step is usually uh, more uh, piece by piece. Let's just start with budgeting a job. And uh, what do you have an effective strategy for budgeting a project accurately and in a way that's going to itemize things for your client so that at the, you know, halfway point of your project, there's no uncomfortable conversations about what was or what was not included. And uh, it should be clear and communicated effectively up front. So... I'll typically start with just a one-time consultation, uh, a flat fee, where I'll actually furnish the contractor with a spreadsheet that's functional, that they can use, that has pricing that I've already pre-established for them. Uh, If they can't get the same rate I can get, I'll introduce them to somebody who will deliver it to them at that rate. And so I usually get them started just on pricing jobs accurately in a way that they can now afford within their pricing model to pay the different people they need to pay to make the business function as a, oh, a single unit. In essence, you need production staff that are going to manage those jobs. You need sales and design staff that are going to help bring new clients to the table. You need an accounting staff that's going to make sure the bills are paid and that the payroll is accurate. And, and so in my construction business, we've put all these pieces into place and I've positioned myself to work on the company as opposed to in the company. And now that's what I'm teaching to the other contractors on the other side.
0: But all of this information is just as relevant for any type of business. For a retail business has to do the same type of approach that you, what you've just spoken about, setting setting down what you want, the aims, the goals, and understanding all the things that go around it. And it's the same with a writer. When we're talking about a writer's platform, writers so often don't understand or don't think about a budget they don't have a budget they they write they get to that last chapter they type the end but it's not the end because whether you're going to be you're try, going to try to go through an agent or whether you're going to try to um, self publish you have to have you have to know what you're doing and most people don't sit down and say okay this is what I want these are the type of people I'm going to need and then go about how to attain it. E- Even in
1: the production of my book. And uh, I don't portray to know everything. And uh, I I didn't come into the business to be uh, a, a writer full-time or an author full-time. I, I was informed that this would be a great way to separate myself as an expert in my industry and uh, to show my knowledge on paper in black and white. And and, and, uh, it's amazing how it's actually done so for me. When I meet an architect or I meet an interior designer for the first time, somebody who could potentially send lots of business to my construction company, I give them a copy of my book and instantly uh, credibility is boosted to another level. So that was my motivation for getting into this. But as you read through the book and it talks about the customer experience, it talks about extending the life of that customer's experience. Not just having a relationship throughout this transaction, but creating a relationship that should last a lifetime. A friendship even that can continuously refer you over and over again over the years. And uh, in essence that's what you're talking about when it goes beyond that point into the agent's hands and
0: yeah it, well, the the thing is writers have to understand and it's a fantastic thing that today because of the internet your book is going to be there forever mm-hmm. and you just want to keep building on it and building the interest and building uh the whole sort of basis of, of course, the big thing is networking networking mm-hmm. comes it all comes down to networking i just want to tell everyone <laughs> just want you know, I had, uh, recently I had a, a, a an author on, 17 years old, Ashley Royer. Uh, she had 30 million hits, 30 million hits on Wattpad and got herself a, wow. a six-figure book deal based on that. Amazing. I mean, when you get 30 million hits. And now, as if that wasn't enough, then I, just, just this week, um, a woman uh, got a deal with, uh, because she had, um, 130,000 followers on Instagram. Now, again, this is one of those ways to network. And because she had 130,000 followers on Instagram, uh, she got a book deal, and a, a, a big one, a hefty one. Uh, and it's all part of this networking.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know, as we related to building a business and creating a team of people to help run that business, you know, I hired a team of people to help me get my book published, and I had experts to help me with the the graphics on the covers. I had experts to help me with the interior formatting to make sure that we were line spaced and in a, a great font that was easy on the eyes. And uh, I had an expert and uh, who works with uh, speakers and authors to make sure that we were. Putting in the right call to action, and also that the book actually accomplished a purpose. And the idea of the book will be to open doors to the other speaking engagements or to the other consulting opportunities for people. You uh, know, but if you get to the end of the book and you want to hear more, you know, we got to be clear on how to how to get that information and how to get to me. And so, uh, you know, I hired experts all along the way, just as I would. I don't portray to know it all, but I'm going to find the people that do and and put them into place. And for the investment that I put into getting the book published, the the rewards, you uh, know, it just it keeps growing all the time, And know, uh, not just in direct book sales, but in revenues created for the construction business based on introductions that this book created to now again, more and more speaking opportunities. And know, uh, heck, I got invited on your wonderful radio show today. Oh, wow. And, and uh, I've actually one exciting one I have on the, uh, the books is uh, um, the invitation to go out to India and speak to uh, the Uh, B&I groups out there that do networking um, when they have their next membership drive and there's 1500 people in the room and and I've got an open invite to come out there and talk about my book and give my testimonial to you know what the the networks have done for me
0: and well this is fantastic and this is what I've, I've told everybody in in business that if you're if you want to get ahead to write this book to be an industry leader um, now, of course, I, I get this, I get this wonder, you know, I think it's because of the, what's, what's happening in the world, but I'm thinking to myself, oh, uh, at some point, a young Donald Trump <laughs> wrote a book, <laughs> and, uh, and then I, I'm sitting across from you here, and I see that same um, enthusiasm for, for teaching, for uh, sharing what you've learned.
1: My my mother was a kindergarten school teacher for 25 years, and uh. Uh, I think it's bred into me. And my uh, my brother has gone on to become a high school teacher, uh, as well. And so it's. Uh, uh, in the family, I I spent in my twenties uh, seven years with a, a large organization. They were doing nine million a year when I arrived. I stayed for seven years. We grew to twenty million a year, and in that time, I helped develop a sales force from twenty five to fifty men. And that was my job on a daily basis was to recruit and to train and train and train. Uh, as in any you know commission sales job, you had a lot of turnover, so I was always having to replenish the ranks and and. The training's in my blood. I love it. I have a passion for it. I have a passion for the speaking, and uh, I love being, you know, and, uh, the head of the audience and and being able to inspire others and and see the excitement in their faces when they draw off of my own passion. So,
0: well, you're doing a good job of it, and I think you know the the book is, as I said, you know, oh for for the writers out there and for anyone in any business, whatever you're doing. Uh, whether you're an insurance man, I mean, write a book, write a book about it. Uh, because, again, as, as Jason has, has found out, you get noticed, you get remembered, people keep your book, people talk about it, and uh, next thing, my goodness, an invitation to go to India. Isn't that exciting?
1: Very exciting. We, uh, last month, we got to uh, do a book signing with a few other authors, uh, a, a collaborated effort, and we uh, were at Barnes & Noble in Clearwater. And the result of that evening is that they put my book on the shelf for sale at uh, the Barnes and Noble in Clearwater. And we're going to be uh, warmly introduced to some of the other store managers at a couple of the Hillsboro locations to potentially go out and do a little tour of our books. So, uh, yeah, exciting things happening all, all the time.
0: Well, that well, it is. Uh, particularly independent uh, authors don't often get picked up by Barnes and Noble. So to be on the shelf there and to get noticed by them and to be part of one of the big signing events is, is fantastic, and to be able to go out to other ones is going to be wonderful for you.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So... Um Something, uh, a a big message that's within the book um, that I think is important for people to know is what I call the customer experience roller coaster. So we we mentioned that we all have this duration of time that we're going to be married to our customer. And in my industry especially, uh, that time is going to be challenging. We are going to tear their house apart and uh, they're going to live in a construction site. All their their stuff in their house is in disarray because they've shoved it into other bedrooms or in the corners. Oh,
0: I know that feeling. We're,
1: we're going to add stress to their life by making them go out to five or ten different stores to pick out uh, a bunch of products that they're uncomfortable with because they don't do this every day. And uh, what paint color, with what cabinet color, with what floor and countertop and what sink and faucet and toilet. And it's just, uh, it it puts a lot of pressure on people. And and that duration of time is going to last three or four months. So there's enough time to naturally meet the best and the worst of each other, naturally discover each other's character flaws. And 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 then once we tax them with all this additional uh, pressure, it, it makes it very uncomfortable. So we are super sensitive to that. We're We're aware of what we call the customer experience roller coaster. And that's the ups and the downs of those emotions that they're going to experience. And we try and place milestones to it on our timeline so that we can prepare the customer for what's about to happen next, so that we can make it a little less uncomfortable and uh and the more we're able to enhance that the more that we're able to play it like a game of chess and and stay two moves ahead the better the experience ends up at the end the better their story is that they want to tell about us so um and it can just be simple if if we're hanging a cabinet on the wall today and we're going to put a shim behind the cabinet to make it hang level well that was a good thing we did but it does leave a gap at the end of the run of cabinets and if you don't Explain that in advance to the client. One of my managers is getting a phone call at nine o'clock tonight and by an upset customer that says, Why in the world would you leave a gap there? And the answer was, It just wasn't finished yet. And we didn't communicate that well. So, a simple piece of tape beside that gap that says, Install trim here could have completely alleviated the objection, could have taken away the concern of the client. And it's the moment that they get concerned about one item that they start to critique five other items on the project as well so if you can keep them calm keep them comfortable it'll be a smoother process for them for the installer and and then when we get to the end it it, it is it when we get to the end of a remodel most people are pretty done remodeling at that point they're kind of sick of it (laughs) they want their house back they want these people to go away and stop coming over every day and uh so
0: well i don't know i think people would like you to visit them every day
1: uh, well i'll tell you (laughs) the houses are beautiful but it's a bumpy road to get to the end sometimes so we we appreciate that we usually wait a couple weeks after a project's complete and then we uh, make a random phone call back to the client and ask for the opportunity to visit them while we're going to be in town and uh, to come take pictures and put it in our portfolio and that's our chance to go back and and Revive their 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 attitude about it to to say wow what did all your girlfriends have to say did they love it I I think that piece of artwork you put there is amazing it totally finished this wall and and we get them excited about it again we bring them a present unexpectedly and a a custom set of knives for their kitchen with their names on the handle or a, a custom bathrobe you know salon style bathrobe with their name branded on the chest and and little just a little. Tidbit that, uh, again, changes our final impression, gives them a new story to tell to people. They don't need to talk about, you know, oh, darn it, how we had the, the two extra days delay for the, the, the part that was missing. And uh, instead, it's the, hey, they came back. They brought me this present. And look how beautiful this work looks. And, and with that, we get referrals.
0: Wow. Just listening to Jason, you can understand why he is rated Five stars by everyone I checked him out with because you don't get <laughs> you don't get builders like this very often. Most of them actually, I, I I've done I've dealt a lot with builders over the years. I you were married to one, oh, weren't you? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and I mean that attitude is exactly what he always had. That give them, you know, respond, give them the answers, get get in there and and make sure everything is done just to the. You, Point to perfection. Yeah, you, it, it's
1: not a matter of uh, you know, uh, you can't which, you can't withhold bad news. You uh know? you have, you have to share news one way or the other, good or bad. It, that will maintain the relationship with the client and and keep the communication open, so that. Problems don't fester and become bigger than they need to be. And uh, if we don't communicate well now in phase one, by the time we get to phase three, it may be too late to change what went wrong in phase one. So let's talk about it now, and let's get phase one finished right and complete before we move on to phase two. And and, and, and by doing that communication, and uh, again, people appreciate it, and uh, they respect you. And uh, uh, again, it just makes the whole process smoother for everybody involved. So we end up with good experiences.
0: Well, we can see why, just listening to Jason, why um, it's fantastic what his book has done. Not only did he come here to promote his book, which I think it's going to be just a fun read for everyone because he has all of this wonderful information in here, uh, how to break down barriers and um, all about the referral program and, uh, you know. But he's also had the chance here to promote his business, which I think is fantastic. And uh, and I know I I have I have been dreading actually uh, uh, a remodeling job that I need to do. But I have a feeling I'm I'm going to find the right uh, person right here uh, in the studio. So it's uh, it's fantastic, Jason. I I so appreciate you coming in today, and I think the book is wonderful. Um, and it's uh, available, as I said, on Barnes Noble and um, uh, Amazon and uh, your Kindle. Ad- or,
1: or also on my website, too, which is. Uh, uh,
0: that's what I was going to ask you
1: construct-success.com.
0: Construct-success.com. Perfect. Okay. Well, I think it's a, just a fascinating book: Constructing Success: blueprint, Blueprints for a Referral-Based Business. And uh, by Jason M. Avery. And uh, Jason, thank you so much for coming Thanks in today. Thanks for having I think, me, Patsy. I think that you know what a great show. Well, you know what I'm trying to do is here help writers uh, and uh, construct a platform and get out there and get known uh, in in first in the local area. And that's why um, I started up with uh, the owner of Miami Avenue Wine Shop. Um, uh, the entire uh, idea of doing a book nook there where we have local authors and showcasing local authors and um, it's just a wonderful location for authors and we have now over 35 local authors who have their books there and um, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity for readers out there to pop into Miami Avenue it's in Indian Rocks Beach just south of the, the post office It's a wonderful location. Uh, They have wine tasting, which is always great. And of course, all the local authors' books there. And um, we want to support writers here in our area. And I'm just so pleased that I've had this opportunity to have Jason in the studio.
1: Well, thank you very much for having me patsy and if anybody that was listening is uh, interested in a remodel as you mentioned and you know, the construction company is a different website that's actually averyconstruction.com
0: okay um, so. averyconstruction.com yep oh, that's great and uh, oh and i i actually i love i love that picture on the uh, on averyconstruction.com on the on the uh, webpage it's uh, very impressive and uh, and jason as i said his company is is known for their very very fine work and it's something that you definitely want to have a look at. And then on Thursday I want to tell everyone, uh, it's really exciting, I have um, I have two authors coming on and they are going to be talking well they work with Clive Custler, Boyd Morrison and Graham Brown and they've worked over the years with uh, Clive and we're going to talk be talking about Clive. I did, uh, he was on for his 85th birthday and it was just wonderful to be able to talk to him. And so I'm excited that I can talk to two of the writers who have worked very closely with him over the years, and that's going to be on Thursday. I just want to again thank Jason for coming in. Remember that um, tonight is at Miami Avenue is karaoke night, so if you're in the mood to sing, uh, get yourself over there. While you're there, uh, mosey over to the bookshelf and and pick up one of the books from our local authors, and I hope that um, Jason, you'll go put some of your books over there because sure. because it's a wonderful location and the owner Bev Malley. It's very, very warm and supporting. Um, and we're going to be having some events there in the in October and November. We're going to start um, up some uh, writers' events and uh, have some book signings there and have some author nights. So that uh, now that we're going to start getting our snowbirds coming down uh they'll have some place to come in the evening and uh, meet authors and get books signed and just have fun at the miami avenue wine bar so great time okay so bye for now and see you back here uh remember just find the joy and share it and see you on thursday at 11 o'clock right here on 10 talk radio network joy on paper bye